Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Man, what a good God we serve. What a wonderful God we serve. I was reading um, in Psalms chapter 68, and I came across this verse that I wanted to bring this morning for this podcast. So Psalm 68, and I'm going to read verse uh, 19, and it says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Selah. When it says Selah, that means to pause and calmly think of that. Spend time thinking about this verse. You know, I started doing that. I started compiling these Selah verses in the book of Psalms and doing what the Bible tells me to do is think about them. This is God saying, hey, pause, pause. Think about this one. He daily loads us with benefits. Man, what an awesome God we serve. So what are these daily benefits? Let's talk about this. Man, the first thing that came to mind when I thought about that is, man, I have peace with God. I have peace with the Father. Romans 5.1 says, being now justified by His, uh, by faith in Jesus Christ, we have peace with God. Of all the things on the earth that I could ever long for, you know, people, you can get a glimpse and you can see, you watch MTV Cribs, you watch some of these shows, you can see, you watch just movies of of, of uh, opulence, right? And you get a peek into the life of these homes that people have and, and things that people have. And that's, you know, it's awesome. But of all the riches to have, what about peace with God? What about knowing that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life? There's nothing I'd be willing to trade that for. Knowing that when my time comes to an end here on this earth, that I have a home in heaven, that I'm going to see Jesus face to face, and it's not going to be seeing him for judgment. It's going to be seeing him as my savior. You know, everyone's going to see the father. Everyone's going to see Jesus. But the question is, will you see him as judge or will you see him as savior? And I want to see him as favor, savior. And so he daily loads us with benefits. Man, knowing that I have peace with God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter two, that those who their whole life live in fear of dying. You know, the unsaved, unbelievers are afraid of dying. Because it's a great mystery to them. It's a great wonder what comes next. Some people think you just cease to exist. There's just a black screen, right? When you die, it's over. It's the final chapter. Death isn't the final chapter. Death is really just a, it's a beginning of sorts. Death is, death is a doorway. It's a transition. Death makes it that you go from temporary to permanent. So I would say we're actually barely living yet. (laughs) The Bible says we see through a glass darkly and then face to face. So I'm I'm not even seeing 20% of the picture now. I have to wait till I die until I do. You know, it's funny to talk about death and uh, to talk about it because then you sound morbid, right? You start talking about things like this. Because I can't, I can't help but look forward to. I'm not looking forward to the the moment of dying, right? The thing that scares people about death is people don't know how they're going to die. There's a question mark over how will I die? You know, you 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 hear crazy tragedy, and people who are in pain, and people who you know you you, you don't know, and and you you don't want to experience that. Man, go, do I go quickly? Do I go and do I go? on the day that I expect it, you know, how does that work? And so there's that question mark of like, will it be painful? But on the other side of death for us, for a Christian, is reward. You know, death is a transition to, to permanency. There's the actor from Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. You know, when, when a high-profile person like that 
dies, my first question is, man, I hope they made heaven. Because we say dies and it feels final because we don't see them, we don't have them anymore. But they're very much alive. So even Kobe Bryant, you know, that was a, a, there's certain people that when they die, you remember where you were. And the two people for me are Michael Jackson and Kobe Bryant. But it's like, that's the first question. And so I started looking online. I read an interview with uh, Chadwick's pastor that was posted two years ago where he said that, you know, he went to, Chadwick growing up went to church, was baptized, and that he had, the pastor said he had kept his faith. So for me, I thought, man, I hope so. And then I saw a speech that he gave in the last year or so, maybe a little more. And he talked about God and he talked about having a purpose in your life and God giving you purpose. And I know people can talk a certain way, but that elites encourage me. I don't know what the final story is. The Lord knows. But whatever it was, if he was born again, you know, he, he had it pretty good on this earth as far as like fame, he made good money. Obviously, the cancer wasn't a good thing. But death for him was just stepping over to meet Jesus, to never be fearful again, to never be tearful again. Stepping over to reward. Did you do what God gave you to do? So, man, we have peace with God. To know that, to not be afraid that, that if today was the final day I had on the earth, that, that, I, that I wouldn't worry about it. I'm not trying to get things right. I'm not trying to undo all these things that I've done. God has given me peace with himself through Jesus Christ. Man, talk about a daily benefit, knowing that today, the, what, what people would consider the worst tragedy w- would actually be gain for us. I'm not trying to glorify death, but we're not living for this world. I'm passing through. I'm a sojourner in the land. I, I'm, I'm just getting, I'm, I'm, I'm moving on through. This isn't my permanent home. I'm not setting my affection here. It's like when you, uh, we went on this um, company years ago on this company retreat thing. And it was this like a uh, vacation and it was an all-inclusive resort. And when you get there, um, to the resort, there's like this holding room and they had to like sort, sort people out, like get them in the right rooms. And so everyone was just there with their luggage. Right. And like people were coming in and people were going and it was just this big open ballroom. And they like to try and like keep us happy. There were people walking around with like, uh, juices and, you know, snacks, right. Cheese and crackers and snacks. And they were nice, but it was just a big open room. And it was a time where we were waiting for our name to be called so we could, they could give us our room key and we could get directed where to go. And so then we can be on the resort. And that's kind of what earth is for a believer. Yes, there's a job to do. You know, I'm leaving out the picture of there's work to be done. We're not just waiting, right? But in one sense, we're just waiting. We're waiting for our name to be called. We're standing here in this interim. Imagine if someone said, man, I like it here and, and set up a tent and decided I'm camping out here in this room. These, these crackers and cheese, they're awesome. It doesn't matter how good you've got it. It doesn't matter how bad you, you feel like you've got it. We're just passing through. This is just the interim. The all-inclusive resort is on the other side. Don't get so focused on, on 
all the things and distraught by little things that happen. Your home's in heaven. Your, your deepest motivation should be that the kingdom of God, that you're not living for here. It's like Paul. People use the life of Paul to try and like reject the prosperity message and say, well, look at Paul. He served the Lord and look. But first of all, I mean, look, he goes to, to he crash, uh, crash lands on this island. And, and then within, you know, 24 hours is in the king's palace. But look at Paul. Look at his life. He knew, I'm not living for this earth. So he was willing to go through persecution. He was, the Lord called him to it, number one, but he was willing to go through it. You know, I've been with, I've had enough, and I've, and I've gone hungry. And it doesn't matter to me because I'm going to the other side. I'm not working for here and now. Man, the benefit to know I have peace with God, that I'm not trying to fight for everything here on the earth. I'm, I'm fighting for my inheritance that God's given me. But I'm not trying to like, oh, you only live once. Just trying to soak up as much as I can before my life comes to an end. Your life as a Christian doesn't come to an end. Your life in this body, you know, the next life we're going to have glorified bodies. Won't have aches and pains. Won't have gone to bed too late and be groggy. Man, how awesome it's going to be. I didn't actually intend to talk about this. (laughs) I was going to walk you through all the other benefits of, 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 of God daily loading us up, but I'll sit right here on this one. To know that there's mercy. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. To know that I've found mercy. You know, I really believe God wants us to have the attitude of coming boldly to him. The Bible says in Hebrews 4, uh, 16, let us come boldly to the throne of grace to receive help and find grace to help in time of need, to receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That because of the blood of Jesus, I've been reconciled to God. That there's no one on this earth who has a more right standing with God than I do. That Jesus, by his blood, made it that I could approach the Father. Father, I need help. Father, Lord, you've given me mercy and I'm asking for mercy again. You know, mercy should change you. Mercy should make it. I I truly believe people who, who live in sin show that they've disregarded the word of God and the instruction of God, Christians who live in sin. I'm not saying you don't make a mistake every once in a while and then you repent. I'm talking about pract- making sin a practice. Because true repentance, when you're, when you're you know, struggling with sin to overcome sin, true repentance will lead to, to freedom. Because you get so frustrated. When people are dealing with the same thing, you know, I've just been dealing with this, it's been six years. You, you don't actually truly repent. That's not true repentance. Mercy will change you. The fact when it's real to you, man, the fact that God would take his son and and send him to earth to be treated, you know, did no sin, to be treated terribly. Such a contradiction of sinners against himself, the Bible says. And he did that so I can be washed clean, so I can have, so I can be a son of God. Behold, what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us that we could be called the children of God of God. What a daily benefit. God who daily loads us up with benefits. Daily loaded up. I'm daily loaded up with benefits. Remember when you were a kid and you'd go to school and then your mom or or dad would like pack you a lunch? I always had healthy lunch and I didn't really know. Looking back, I felt like I, I never felt like I didn't have enough. Mom always packed enough food. But I always, I felt like kids had better, cooler food than me. This was like when Lunchables first came out. 
And my mom would like pack me a sandwich and like applesauce. And then these kids would have these lunchable pizzas. You know, those little stupid lunchables. Tastes terrible. And I was like, man, it'd be so nice to have anything that's like prepackaged like that. I'd have like a sandwich my mom made and wrapped in plastic wrap. But I look back and it's like I had she had good bread. You know, it was like a good sandwich. If you picked out of the two now, I'd definitely pick the sandwich. But back then it was like But but it's kinda like that. God daily loads us with benefits. Like having a backpack. What did my mom pack me today? Having a backpack full a backpack full of oh, what do I have? Oh, a chocolate pudding. Oh, look at this bag of chips. Oh, a dessert. Daily loaded up with benefits. The mercy of God, new every morning. That if that if you're if you're honest with God and you and you keep making a mistake and you really don't want to, not you're you've settled down to be okay with your sin. That's what the devil wants you to do is 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 settle down and just be okay with sin in your life. And you can't do it. You have to you come to God saying, God, you have the power for me to overcome this. Lord, I'm calling out to you. Forgive me, first of all. Lord, the most important thing in my life is that I would is that I would fear you, is that, that I would please you with my life. Lord, let my actions, as the Bible says, let my actions ordain the gospel of Christ. Let them, no, not, um, is ordain the word? No, be an ornament to the gospel of Christ. Let my actions be an ornament to, to, to the gospel of Christ. Let my lifestyle represent Jesus. But that is mercy's new. That if you've sinned, there's forgiveness. And you don't have to feel condemnation. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. You know, I want to encourage us today to whatever you're doing for the Lord, do it with all your might. Don't grow weary in doing well. The devil wants you to get, get you wore out. Receive a, fre- a fresh breath, a fresh wind of energy from the Holy Ghost today to, to, to do with, with excellence and work and diligence what God has put in front of you. Because the time is coming where you'll receive a reward for it. Time is coming. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.